0: This is a flip mode squad Jim Carrey collabo. Now, watch! Uh, hallelujah. hallelujah, kids, hit this. Come on, while I'm lacing and trying to prepare this for y'all. Oh, well, I got a story to tell about a dude I meant once miserable as he was. How... Dan Duncan is full on holiday spirit. Mary Grinchness. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is digging in the crates for the holiday festivities that are upon us uh within a few weeks man
1: give me that mistletoe baby
0: i just he never ceases to amaze me have no idea who beanie Siegel is no idea who bootsy collins is but but i tell you when it comes to the christmas classics (laughs) he's got the repertoire
1: anything busted rhymes i probably have a deep cut
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not mad at that man I, i i made some memories to uh disaster not disaster strikes is that disaster strikes whatever the album was man so uh, good morning, good afternoon, good day to you. I'm John Parker, and I'm Dan Duncan. This is don't do that, bro. Um, the man to the left of me is raspy, sexy voice today. Hey, due to a hey. festive holiday or excuse me, weekend. It wasn't a holiday. Maybe it's a holiday for you. For it might me, be. Yeah.
1: I I, I treated it as such. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs> we are SEC champions. You You are correct, sir. I woke
1: up on Sunday and I was like, "This is what this feels." like <laughs>
0: Hey man, this is uh you know, I would usually have some shade for you or some hate, but I'll let you have this. You know what I'm saying? Because as far as I'm concerned, it'll be dub nation for the next five years. So I'm um, if you if you're okay with me putting banners on my wall hey. and, and talking about the Warriors every June and July.
1: Banner it up.
0: All right, it's it's good, man. It's good. Are you gonna are you gonna name your, your next son uh Chubby? Chubby or or I don't know anybody It's 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 a list It's the Swift. list It's Swift You know what I'm saying It just goes on Sony Michelle I don't know You know what I mean Like yeah, maybe Strom uh, or, you know? Yeah yeah
1: uh, There's a lot of options <laughs> a lot of options Okay okay uh, I don't know if I'll ever go that far In my fanship yeah. Okay
0: okay yeah. But
1: I lost my voice Screaming at a TV So there's yeah. no telling Yeah Alright
0: alright Okay well listen man I in I-
1: fact wasn't in the stadium <laughs> Losing my voice I was uh-huh. in a at a party, a house party. Was it day
0: drunk happening? Uh, day tipsy. Day tipsy. All right. I try to walk that
1: line. Yeah. It was my wife's boss's house. Oh so yeah, no, yeah, no. It was no. no.
0: no.
1: Everyone else was yeah. also trying to walk that line, so <laughs> I didn't feel too scared. All
0: right. Well, you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't familiar with one the depths of college football till I moved to the south, and I wasn't familiar with day drunk until I met a white friend of mine from some country town here in, in Georgia and day drunk was the was the Saturday tradition in his day upbringing. drunk
1: so here's the deal about getting day drunk okay it's way overrated okay
0: alright cool I can respect that you need
1: like the people who are successful mm-hmm. at this game that is SEC college football mm-hmm. is you need to be able to Enjoy thyself mm-hmm. to the point where you like, you're like, I'm feeling good. Okay, all right. And if you can keep that for the next 12 hours...
0: <laughs> Got it. You are a winner. Got it, okay. The people
1: who look like they might be winning but are really losing <laughs> are the dudes that let that get carried away yeah. and go over the edge. Because yeah. then... You're just going to, at some point in time, crash. Mm. need to nap that off <laughs> and most likely miss the game in the Got process. It.
0: Got it. Got it. So I, I That's what it sounded like to me when he was explaining. Things. I was like, day drunk sounds like you're going to miss the game.
1: Yes. So, 100% <laughs> chance. 100% <laughs> you, you had good intentions. It,
0: it started off sounding like a great idea, but come kickoff, you're in a slumber. So, yeah, right, I get exactly. it. Exactly. I understand. Exactly. Um, it's a matter of say, maintaining good feelings. That's right. That's right. right. You nope. want
1: to... You want to find that sweet spot, mm-hmm. and then keep it, mm-hmm. keep, keep it in that sweet spot. Keep
0: it in that sweet spot. Just yep. Ride that wave. Yep,
1: got to. Ah, how good are you at riding the wave? That's
0: it, man. That's what this is all about. Don't do that, bro it's A podcast dedicated to helping dudes ride that wave.
1: Maybe that's our new tag. That might
0: be the new tagline. Dang, that's that, good. Yeah, man. Huh?
1: Mm, I'm gonna caddy us into using that tagline. That's it.
0: Surfs up, baby. Ride that <laughs> wave, man. You know what I mean? Yep. Cali vibes, man. I like that. So, if it's your first time listening. John Parker, Dan Duncan. We are just two guys that are adamantly concerned with keeping dudes from having to take the Tiger Woods route in life.
1: Exactly. You know what I mean? Where everyone's got to root for you just to tee off. Just to tee off. (laughs) Like... Can you, can you just tee off? Our bar has gotten pretty low <laughs> for a lot of our heroes.
0: It has, man. And we
1: are here to raise the bar once again.
0: That's it, man. We want to get you back on track. We want to make sure that your life is... You're available. You're you're able to avoid the pitfalls. You you know, you can see things coming from afar off. You can say, hey, let me throw this grass in the air and let the wind...
1: That's right. A ten, that's a two-club wind. <laughs>
0: yeah, yep, that's it, man. We're about
1: to... We about to club up about two irons yeah, going from nine to seven see there you go just don't hit it in the water
0: that's it man so if we're gonna if we're gonna ride waves we're gonna have to come up with more uh surf analogies you know what i'm saying yeah a lot of them will probably be sexual that's just the way things work we got <laughs> water. our water we're explicit now you know what i'm saying so
1: that was like john's greatest moment in this <laughs> podcast is when he oh. found out we are yeah. uh, in fact explicit
0: getting married debatable Having it my first child, debatable, but getting an E, <laughs> getting that explicit mark on a podcast, bro, without even just being vulgar mouth, it's just the content of <laughs> of my my wittiness. You know what I'm saying? That that's a, that's a win, bro. It's All one right. thing to just be potty mouth, right? And you, oh gosh, these guys, but it just be like, yo, I made a nasty joke and you had to think about it, <laughs> and now your kid is ruined for for the next three weeks. Us and, and Howard
1: I'm- Stern apparently have something in common. <laughs> Dang.
0: <laughs> hey man, I, but I, I don't know if he outwits us though. You know what I'm saying? He's just straightforward. We we make you think about it. So good. So while we riding waves and teaching y'all how to ride them and maintain, stand on that surfboard, as Beyonce would say, we got something for you. Where, 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 where are they at? Where do they need to find us? How do they stay engaged, sir?
1: Yeah, man. So you can find us on fortdisher.com. Of course, that's going to probably be the fastest way when you hear about Don't Do That, Bro, a new episode. will pop up there first. And then, you know, we get out to the podcast apps, the, the, the Tune In Radio, the Apple Podcast, the Stitchers of the world.
0: Yeah, man. And we're, we're soliciting um, solicitors. Right is that is that right solicitors is that people that want to come and tell you about stuff and 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 put brochures on your door and say hey come spend some money somewhere
1: yeah I mean we we uh, we are in the advertising game if yeah. that's what you're asking about yes
0: I am so listen if you're a company you know a startup a well established business and you think that this audience fit. It does fit there's no thinking to it this audience is what you need to have coming beating down your doors or pushing click and enter or return on their keyboards if you're a cyber shop like please send us your suggestions if you have some companies that you think of or if you're listening if you have a company come holler at us we'll make things work for you
1: we pimping ourselves now apparently
0: this is what this life's about man (laughs) this is what it's about we want to help these people grow right i i don't disagree we want to help y'all expand Right, and the best way to do that is this show. Like mm-hmm. I don't—that's like hands down. Do you
1: have a quickly growing listenership? Yeah,
0: this exceeding things. It's, it's, it's exceeding expectations. It is. It's through the roof. It is. They're riding that wave with us. You know what I saying? The twenty
1: seventeen is looking good for. Don't do that, bro. Hey
0: man, I'm just—I'm just saying, man. National
1: get, syndication coming next.
0: Hey, hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could i could can, i can—I can, I can hear my wife now. As soon as she gets, I'm like, hey. At me with this natural sin case, you can't tell me nothing. I'm out. I got a podcast to record. I'm, I'm, out. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Just throw money at the door. That's it. That's it. I just let it. <laughs> just just put a little salt bay. You know what I'm saying? As I go out the door, I you don't make it rain no more. Salt bay with the money, baby. It's just, And I'm gone. It might be some quarters, but the point is, <laughs> there's gonna be some money hitting the floor as oh, I leave.
1: Man, all right, what are we talking about today?
0: <laughs> well, listen, we got America's favorite piece. America's favorite section is who's your caddy? That's right. <laughs> Let me cue it up. <laughs> District.: uh, seem to me like that Duncan always offer the heads you the nine iron. Always the nine iron. What you need a caddy for if he always going to give you the same club, huh?: Hashtag. Who's your caddy?: Dan, I just want you to say, contrary to what the intro may suggest, I like the way you handle clubs. Thanks, man. All right. I appreciate that.: but No one's ever told you that you're exquisite at what you do.
1: Thank you. Uh-huh. I try to
0: carry a full bag. Hey, man. That's, hey, if you do nothing else in life, man, carry a full bag and handle some clubs, baby. You're the man, all right? Oh, uh, man. Everyone needs a shooter. That's it, bro. You got to have a shooter, man. Come on. Whether it's assistance or if you just shoot yourself, you just got to, <laughs> it's just, it's just got to happen, man. So today's man in need of life coaching um, is Rob Gronkowski.
1: Has he made an appearance on this podcast before?
0: This might be the first, bro. Which is fascinating. Which is definitely fascinating. He needs all the help. Yeah. No, because did we talk about him chugging beers in the audience uh, during the Super Bowl uh, float? A passing comment, I think. Maybe the Uh, showlessness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yo, so I it's 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 hit and miss with me and this guy right because he he's like bro he's right bro right you know what i'm saying if what if you want to go frat bro if he's if he wants to go like i don't know just bro he's the quintessential he's like
1: redneck didn't graduate from high school very frat new england boston northeast
0: bro right he fits he 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 plays on the team he needs to be on he's he's a representation of that demographic for sure for sure so in times past I gave him a pass on things because it was just you know it was you know dumbassery you know what I'm saying drinking beer with your shirt off on your float after winning the Super Bowl why not bro like you've you've accomplished things right right um, showing up on
1: multiple porn stars feeds on their Instagram
0: that is a thing too <laughs> that, that that
1: yeah like you know there's people that you look at like like George Clooney and yeah. uh, his wife um, oh,
0: what's her name yeah
1: like George Clooney has a fine taste in wine. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Where right. he's like, "Yeah, I drink, I drink the best. Mm-hmm. Rob Gronkowski <laughs> drinks wine spritzers.
0: Hey, bro, Natty Light all day, bro. That's what he's on, and man. And he
1: likes the taste.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's has, an acquired taste. And has no problem sharing it with the world. <laughs> hey, man, some people like the champagne and beers. Some people just like drinking beer out of a shoe. So... It-
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's he's, true. He's all right with that. It's true.
0: He's he's taking body shots for sure. He's definitely oh, taking body shots. He, bro. Needs all, he needs all the help. But how are we yeah. helping him today? There's there's very few people that I think are beyond help. So he's not there. But if it cont- continues in the trajectory he's in, it's, it's going to be a. Rob Gronkowski message. it. It won't be like, like, where are they now type of situation. It's just like, bro, like, nobody likes you anymore. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You went from every He was th- the cool kid in right. the
1: class, and then <laughs> he, he's the kid that never, like, actually made it out yep. of his
0: hometown. That's it, man. You'll be that guy. You're going to be Bud Bundy. You're, you're going to be Al Bundy, matter of fact.
1: And probably that guy at the gym that, like, yep. just lifts way too heavy weights and yep.
0: grunts, grunts and, and <laughs> makes a spectacle of himself, right? Yes. So this week, um, Despite whatever shenanigans he's done before, um, I I took particular offense to Rob Gronkowski's latest shenanigans. Right, um, we're in a game, you guys are. I can't. Were they winning? Were they destroying them at yes, this point in time? Yeah, winning. yeah. You buff, Buffalo Bills. He scored
1: two touchdowns already.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was Buffalo, right? You mm-hmm. know, he, he got. You got two tugs. You've been in the house two times. There's a situation where a guy's laying on the ground defenseless think he just got an interception ready right? yes. to get an interception right so you decide while this guy is defenseless on the ground you're going to hit him with a people's elbow right land and kick and punch to him in the back of the head and he, that he has a giant brace on right 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 a metal brace <laughs> so you take your bionic arm <laughs> and and people champ this guy to sleep to where this dude has a concussion rookie dude ain't talk ain't said nothing to you ain't done nothing to you hasn't bothered you ain't touched none of your porn women he's he's letting you live and you decide you know what this is the time I want to take out my frustrations on this poor defenseless guy that has done nothing to me right so when I get to my point I'm equating this guy to the guy who comes to work with an angst with an axe to grind and takes his axe and just gets to hacking on innocence right that's where mm. I'm going with this so you know ahead of time where I'm going with this situation so after this dude does this the game is over he decides that his excuse for doing what he did when he's pressed by the media is that he was frustrated by the game and what was happening in that game. And then he goes on to mention he wasn't getting calls. Right. And then he goes on to mention it's been happening over the past few weeks. So a grievance that you have with referees in this current game and referees in past games makes you want to put someone to sleep that has nothing to do with what you have going on in life. Is that a, is that a fair Yes. Adaptation of what happened over this weekend.
1: Yes. Like, it's definitely the scene from uh, The Office where Mm -hmm. Homeboy, like, punches a a wall through, (laughs) or a hole in the wall. He's like, that was an overreaction. (laughs) That's what happened.
0: That is exactly what happened. Lost
1: all self-control and was just, like, wanted to hurt the only thing, (laughs) the first thing that he saw. And apparently, unfortunately for our our young rookie, it was him on the ground. It was him
0: on the ground, bro. So even, like... Like, uh, this is not to the day. Leave that for fourth and 10. But you discuss, like, suspensions. You have Crabtree and whatever, snatching chains and fighting on the field. They get suspended, right? This dude put somebody to sleep for no apparent reason outside of him being frustrated. And if this dude does not get suspended... He did. They announced okay. that he has
1: at least a one-game
0: suspension. At least... Okay. I can roll with that, man. They need to find him as well. But I'm like, bro, like, you can't just do that to people. You can't just be upset because you're not getting calls... But the sad part about it is, you expect this from Rob Gronkowski, right?
1: Oh, dude, he like he is a Neanderthal. Like Bruh. I'm not. This doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Unfortunately, it hurts my fantasy team going into the playoffs. <laughs> like he's hurt my money because yeah. I'm about to, I was about to win this yeah. championship. Yeah, and now I can't play him. Right. So I'm angry with Rob Gronkowski <laughs> for hurting my money. And hurting an innocent individual that's like, bro, just walk away. Just
0: walk away. But it's not even walk away to do wasn't even doing nothing to you, right? So this is what I'm saying. Like, this is like character, right? This is like, hey, you are so in your feelings. Not only are you messing with Dan's money, you're messing with your own money, you're hurting your team, and you knock out this poor defenseless kid that had nothing to do with your frustrations. You're absent of any moral. I don't even want to say moral. It's maybe not a moral thing, but you're just absent of like repercussions, no, there's right? A, there's
1: moral implications okay, there are moral. to it. Like, what he's saying is like that he had a moment in time where he thought like, this seems like a a, a proper response yeah. to what's happening yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's absolutely like, and my thing is this, is mm-hmm. like, if he's going to do this in this moment mm-hmm. over petty shit.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. The pettiest.
1: What, what What is he doing at home and with pe- <laughs> other people that like actually like frustrate him yeah. for real reasons? Yeah. yeah, like- yeah. Apparently, like Hernandez wasn't the last tight bro, end to go off the deep end. Bro,
0: I was about to go there, but yeah, bro, you know what I'm saying. And so he get this will get swept under the rug because he's bro sweetheart, right? He's America's bro sweetheart. Like, right? oh, he just had a bad day, and then the lame ass excuse he gives, no apologies, like for real. Like, first he said I apologize to number 27, I think, right, and then later yeah. on I think he said the guy's name. But I'm like, bro, like. It wasn't like, yo, I shouldn't have done that. That was irresponsible. That was an embarrassment to the organization, to myself, to this not, you know. I think he said, this is not what I represent or, you know, this is, like, that's some canned bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like.
1: And even if it was canned BS, like, he could have just left it there. And it would have been like, all right, I don't believe you, but at least you said the right thing. And we're all moving on Yeah, And you're going to take your suspension Right. So on and so forth. Right,
0: but then you add the, the the element of the referees made you mad, right? So now you're the neighborhood bully. You have a dad that beats you up, so then you go and leave the house and figure out who you can beat up because your dad mm-hmm. is beating your ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is Stranger Things, uh, my man, with the Camaro or Corvette or whatever he was driving. You know what I'm saying? Like, doesn't? He I haven't knows.
1: made it that far in the season yet, so don't blow it
0: for me. No. In that case, I wasn't going to say anything else. I'm only Uh, only three episodes. All right. Well, since you can't relate to that story, we'll keep it, we'll keep it pushing. (laughs) No, this is teaser free. (laughs) Don't do that, bro. All right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, so that, that's, that is like, if we're doing some psychological evaluation, you're right, bro. Like when this is real life, like like I'm I'm surprised nothing has come out. I guess again when you're America's bro, like you know you get a pass. Maybe he's not actively doing asinine things in public sp- sp- uh, uh, spheres or, sp- or you know places where he can get caught up on the the twitters and the internet. But I'm I'm sure there's probably a body count somewhere where people can be like, yo. Civil lawsuits on the way, or whatever. You know what I'm for saying? Sure. Or he maybe he just deals with people that don't tell.
1: And is it not fascinating that this dude of all people hasn't had sexual assault issues come out against? Yo, him? Yo, I'm saying, like, man. Everyone and their dad is like looking over their shoulder, like yeah. what t- trying to like work back through like everything they've done in their life. Right. Like, when's it coming for me? Come on, because we are a bunch of assholes right. who do stupid shit that deserve every yeah. ounce of one of these allegations yeah, yeah. if they're true.
0: Yeah.
1: But Rob Gronkowski is the one with a clean street. <laughs> right,
0: right? You know what I'm saying, like, bro.
1: Maybe he does have a live caddy in his corner that's watching his back.
0: He's got a team, bro. He's got he's got a cleanup crew. He's got he's got scandal. The scandal people, man. He's out there, man. Scandal as in the TV show. Um. So it's I I just I just feel like in relation to how this helps the everyday man because everybody's not Ron Gronkowski, right? Everybody's Hopefully. not get millions right millions of dollars to play football to to have fun playing a game, right? So uh, we've already equated him to the guy that gets beat up by his dad and then finds out other people he can beat up, right? We've equated him uh, to, well, now I'll go into equating him to the everyday life. So you're, you're a guy who's frustrated with what's going on, whether it's work, whether it's home, whether it's, you know, the dog took a shit in your shoe again this morning. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case is going on. And you, instead of handling... And taking care of the pressing issue of what's happening in your life that's making you frustrated, or maybe coming to see a guy like me, a trained psychiatrist, as Dan would say, but I'm not a psychiatrist. But you know, it's it's okay. You know what I'm saying?
1: Something in that world,
0: yeah. And then somebody with a P in the front of their name, yeah, right? exactly. Um, Smarter than me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, we're smart in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> was that fun? Was that good? Right. That was
1: the worst backhanded compliment <laughs> I've ever gotten. We're Look. smart in different ways. Carry on, Cam. <laughs> I'm going to choose to exercise my self control in this moment. There you
0: go, right? Don't hit me with a mic, bro. That's not okay. <laughs> no
1: concussions, in right? This at least
0: let me see it coming so I could duck, right? So you have you have men that aren't regulated, haven't learned self regulation skills, haven't learned how to deal with the here and now in a way that's beneficial. And what do they do? They go and kick cats. They go and slice tires. They go and hit defensive players. They go and you know say things,
1: saying? say <laughs> terrible things to people they care about. I yeah. mean, it can, like, like, it doesn't have to be physical. Like, yeah. and this is something that, like, too, like, man, I got, I've had a short temper my entire life and there's been moments that I've had to, like, grow through where it's like, I get frustrated and I may not to, like, want to hurt people physically, mm-hmm. but I can hurt people with my words yeah. real quick. Yeah. Like, oh, I know, I know your button mm-hmm. and here you go. Now feel terrible <laughs> for the next two days. Take that. Um, yep. and it really is just a, like no one wins it's a no win scenario mm-hmm. and it's taken me a few years and i'm still not perfect at mm-hmm. it where it's like how do you take a step back from the scenario and say okay like mm-hmm. let's not cause collateral damage yeah, yeah, what yeah. are you actually frustrated about yeah. and let's address that thing mm-hmm. that you're actually frustrated about yeah bro and don't just yell and scream and, and say like i don't know why i'm angry <laughs> but i'm angry because <laughs> if that's the case you're you are you would can't really be mad at anyone.
0: Right. And if that's the case, you're six yeah. or maybe three. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have a two and a half year old daughter who Someone just took your toy. Right. You know what I'm saying? She wiles out. Even my son who's one can grunt to let you know what's happening. Right. So I'm like, yo, if you're, if you're a grown man and you have not been able to master these elements that we're talking about, and you find yourself being passive aggressive, you find yourself using words to hurt people, you find yourself uh, shaming or harming others for this because of the simple fact that you don't know what's going on as your excuse, or you know exactly what's going on but you choose not to handle it in a, an adult way. You, you, you need to seek professional help. I be I mean, right? I can't be any clearer than that. For sure. I, I I just you
1: you need someone to help you like walk through like your thought process and it's like as a dude it's not the easiest thing in the world we are at times like two inches deep when really in like the problem is like seven feet deep and you gotta get like figure out a way to get down to that point of like why am i why is this a trigger why is this causing me so much frustration and we can at least admit in this episode like it it, it may hurt to do so but like there are wounds that you need to address Mm -hmm. and that typically i like i see it all the time and friends it's like there's something will happen it's like that sets you off to this level yeah yeah and it's like well once you start talking about it for an hour and a half it's like oh it was this thing that happened and you just every time this happens for the last 20 years like you decide that that it's means for erupting yeah you need to find some friends a life caddy a john Mm -hmm. to help you figure out what the hell's going on in your life? Cause yeah, you hurting people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You need somebody to hold your club, bro. <laughs> that's, that's the bottom line. So I don't, I don't know how to make this any clearer to those of you are listening, but don't be Rob Gronkowski. That's, that's not what you want in your life. All right. Well, this is this latest edition of who's your caddy. We're going to take a break, uh, pay some bills. Be right back. All right, everyone. Uh, hope you enjoyed that message from our sponsors. Um, Hey, Rob, Grum- if it was there,
1: if it was appa- there, if it, apparently <laughs> iTunes are like the marketing system, only like it targets specific people. So if you heard an ad, <laughs> you are important to somebody. And if you didn't, then you should probably click on some other things on Amazon. So that they hit get some you more up.
0: cookies cracking. I need you to get your cookie game up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, You're using
1: that private browser way bro, too
0: much. I'm that guy, bro. Like I don't, bro. Like I literally bought this streaming TV, which I'll never do again in life. I had to turn off my microphone. I have to turn off ad things. Like, it's so many things you have to turn off because, and I didn't think about it, when you're buying, when you're allowing a streaming device to come in your home to watch your television, they're they're going to win to make some money from you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you think this is easy? Oh, you don't have to switch between, you know, uh, HDMI one and two because it's just a button you push? No, no, no. So, side note, we, we've we had conversations about letting Alexis in and all these other people that you don't mind having in your home, bro. I have to turn off on my television you selling me ads. I don't want that. I want to watch TV. (laughs) Anyway, so if you're not getting any ads, it's because you're like me and you're a hermit and you don't want the people uh, knowing what you do.
1: Hey, we live off those ads,
0: baby. I I know. So turn your ads on.
1: (laughs) Make sure those the (laughs) advice that you're giving. We are those people like don't solve the world's problems because we actually benefit off of them.
0: I had somebody tell me once, hey, ma'am. I don't need everybody getting a quality education. Who's gonna flip my burger at McDonald's? I was like,
1: dang.
0: That's how you feel.
1: <laughs> that's the that's the terri- <laughs> most terrible thing I've ever heard, bro. Bro. That's like wishing destitution <laughs> on people. Like I don't know if that's a word, destitution. Destitution is a word. It it works
0: for but, me, bro. But
1: wishing people to have no options in life.
0: I was like, bro, when they said that, I was like, that is the coldest piece. That's a cold piece, bro. But,
1: but I do know someone who literally, college education, mm-hmm. like, he could grind. And he mm. loves working in fast food. Hmm. Like, self has, has chosen yeah. to, like... Now, I think he has long-term aspirations yeah. of like, owning McDonald's and mm. doing things. But, like, he, like, put himself on the line at McDonald's mm. and was like, I love my job. Mm. And I was like, dude, I love that you love that so yeah. much that you're just like, I'll own the hell out of that job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I cool, man. Yeah. Like you rock bro. there you go because there's so many fakers out here that yeah. just like hate what they do every day yeah. they're miserable to be around That just need to quit their job and do what they love doing yeah. all right there's my soapbox there you
0: go all right so listen turn your ads on get some ads get quit your some, jobs get your, quit your jobs if you hate them you know what i mean it's, it's that time 2018 is upon us man it ain't time for the bs man we got to make things happen all right so what we talking about today is a subject that's near and dear to my heart. Um, season one, um, we had some tidbits here and there. Season two, we're just going full throttle and just being adults because we got to eat. You know what I'm saying? We're explicit in this thing. Yep. We're talking about dating. And this ain't even this ain't even dating 101. It's not 102. It's not. This is like grad level. This is like PhD level game we giving you today. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so traditionally, dating is thought of what? A means to an end of marriage, right? That's, you know, is that? In post American post college, post-college, post-college. in an American context, right? You know, yeah, I'd say you, if you
1: like you're in school, mm-hmm. I think most people think of dating as like something, like a piece of the pie that should occupy your time mm-hmm. so that you ain't lonely.
0: Yeah, it's American lore, right? I think the idea is like yo, you're dating, or I should I, now let me say dating. I should take that back girlfriend boyfriend relationship, yes. right, as traditionally leading towards I want to marry you, da- Exclu- like, yeah.
1: e- exclusive dating, exclusive dating,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, and it maybe may not even marriage, depending on where you come from in common law marriage, long-term relationships, but it's just the commitment thereof and hopefully you're not cheating, right? Right. And so dating, I think, in our perspectives, has shifted gears a little bit, right? Because we don't buy into the typical narrative of, hey, commit yourself to this person and then whatever happens after. I don't even have any more, like, I don't even want to go into any more of, like, what dating has meant and I don't know.
1: Yeah, I feel like we are in an age where like people are trying to redefine dating in a lot of different ways because it hasn't worked and it doesn't mm-hmm. work in like mm-hmm. the current st- state of things. Cause yep. I think up until now, it's like when you're in like elementary or hopefully not elementary <laughs> school, but like middle school, high school, mm-hmm. a lot of times what I have made the observation, I'd love for you to talk about like why this is, but I feel like most people just try to recreate the relationship mm-hmm. that they, that they see in their parents. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm okay, that's the, that's a future step in life. I yep. want to grow up quickly. Yep. So I need to find my person who kind of like, who I like, you know, we overly, we take very seriously as like, Oh, this mm-hmm. could be the person I mm-hmm. marry, mm-hmm. whatever. And I feel like, you know, and that was definitely my story is yeah. like, I dated, you know, m- like four or five girls through my like like, like high, through my high school time. And I took that very seriously mm-hmm. way too seriously mm-hmm. and thought that like i was at a maturity level where like this could be the one mm-hmm. so on and so forth um and i and i think really it was like how do how am i just recreating my parents relationship yeah
0: and even for me i don't even know where i got this idea whether it's music or movies or television i always grew up thinking that as soon as i turned 18 i was going to get married have these kids live this life and I, I don't know what i mean maybe it was a little too much. Uh, too much Little House on the Prairie or the old school TV shows I was watching as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I tell people all the time, whenever I went to my grandma's house in East St. Louis in the summer times, she I was watching Nick at night I don't even know I don't even know how that was possible because I don't even think she had cable maybe she did but I'm watching like Dick Van Dyke and um uh you know just you know Dobie Gillis and you know Beaver leave it to Beaver all of that stuff and so somewhere in my mind 18 was this magical number where you get married and you live life and I'm like yo one I don't live on a farm two I'm not a farmer those are only places where you need to be 18 years old to get married and trying to raise children because you need farm hands Mm. (laughs) right all hands on deck everybody's milking a cow everybody's getting eggs in the morning that's right everybody everybody's uh, uh ringing chickens necks, you know yep, what I'm saying yep. like and that time doesn't exist anymore sure. ex- except for certain places and so while I was in high school I fell in love with all the girls that like that I thought that I wanted to be with and it was like I'm going to marry you like as soon as graduation hits yeah we're going to do college and all that other stuff but it was like yo this is this was that was my end goal for all the girls that I attempted to pursue for sure in high school bro
1: Right? Dude, I remember being in middle school like very much having this thought of like the girl that I was like quote unquote was my girlfriend. I mm. couldn't drive to see her. She lived in the other part of town, <laughs> but I was going to marry this girl. Yeah, yeah. Bro. Like and it's just like
0: what? Yeah.
1: Like backwards thinking yeah. and like, I don't think it's, there's a like maturity level of like understanding how the world works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, everyone tells you, like, Oh, you don't know what love is. You don't understand. Mm-hmm. And you shrug it off as like, you don't know what love is. Right, and, right. That, and to some extent that's typically true. Yep, like yep. I see your marriage. I don't want a marriage like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> no thanks. But I, I think I can figure this out. But yeah. yeah, man, I think especially through like, like all the way through high school and even mm-hmm. college to a greatest, great extent for the majority of college, I think day needs to look drastically different.
0: Yeah. And I'll give you my jaded perspective or why my, where my jade happens, right? Cause I feel like I got, we got game right now. Right. Yeah. So the, what happened with me is once I realized like I, nobody explained to me like how heartbreaking disappointment is going to go. Right. Yes. And so, for me, I think I've talked about it time again, but I'll do briefly. The first heartbreak I had was at 15. I'm trying to like give this girl the world. Like I'm like there was an arboretum next to me. I'm stealing roses in the morning and get, taking them to her, oh, man. bruh. Like I'm hopping fences. Like you know what I'm saying? Like bringing her like bears that I actually won in like like carnivals for my mom. Like I'm stealing her stuff animals to get to the chick. I'm bringing her candy. Da 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 da. And then I get a letter that says you're smothering me. Like you're doing too much. Fall back. And I was like, the hell? Like, I don't, what do you mean? Like, this is what you're supposed to do when you care about somebody and yeah. when you want to show them that yeah, you love yeah, yeah, them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And at that point, I realized, oh, this is never, this feeling that I feel right now, the foolery that, that has come over me, like, I feel like the dumbest of asses right now, I'm not, this is not gonna happen again, <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. So then I go on a one-man mission to, to make sure that my feelings aren't involved in any of this thing, and then the transition happens. We're like, oh, okay, well, I need to be about that thing, as Lauren Hill would say. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and it's it just it just created a, a move in me. If somebody had told me like, "Hey, this is what you're trying to pursue, and you think this is going to be forever at 15 years old," it's not, man. Sure, it's so heartbreaks gonna come, disappointment's gonna happen, and so after that, it was just a matter of like, "All right, what can I get?" You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What what what? How how will this become just about me and my gratification or whatever the case may be? Mixed in still with the splash of, "I want to marry you," because it was still that.
1: Well, I th- I think that's the story of a lot of guys yeah. where it's. You have these like very like rose-colored glasses mm-hmm. towards dating, and you're like, oh, like you watch the movies, and you're like, I'm gonna be this prince charming for somebody, yeah. and you play into that, yeah. and then you get your heart broke, yeah. and then I would say a majority of guys then go on like a lifelong kind of like quest of I'm never emotionally going to put yeah. myself out there like that again, yeah. yeah, and you and you see guys married that yeah. still struggle to emotionally connect because they are so afraid yeah. uh, that they are going to get worked.
0: Yeah. And I'm a marriage and family therapist and not until like year, it might've been year five and this is six years for me. So maybe this year, last year, somewhere I decided like, oh, I need to let my wife in because I've been too aloof with my emotions and with my feelings and with my heart because I didn't want I didn't want her to occupy that space. like mm. it's just easier not to. Yep. Although I do this for a living and I know that there's certain levels of uh disconnect that happens when you do that, but I just like, man, I'm I'm not at this point where I want to do that, right? And that's that's dangerous. That's even as somebody that's that knows that this is a problem, right? Absolutely. So imagine somebody that has no idea, right? So getting to just one more little tidbit of kind of what led me to this conversation we're having now, I realized that The problem that I had in high school, not so much in college, more so high school, I was drawn to the girls that weren't trying to make good decisions about the guys they dated. Does that make sense? And I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I'm the dude that's trying to do right by the girls. I'm taking you to the prom and doing this. Your mom says bring you home by midnight. You'll be home by 11.58. You know what I'm saying? Like, I did all of that stuff. Prom night, dude. My date, my senior year prom date, we went to an after party, and she jumps in the bed with this dude and lays next to him and starts having a conversation. And I'm just like, I mean, it was at a hotel and stuff. And I guess there's limited seating, but like, I'm just like, I'm trying to put a ring on it. And then you just, you know what I'm saying? So light bulbs start to go off. And once I realized like maybe it was just the girls that I was attracted to or trying to date or whatever, like I'm trying to make them a housewife Mm -hmm. and they're not trying to be that. Sure. And I didn't know, again, nobody gave me that buffer talk of, Hey bro, some women just have, they have a different trajectory of life and they have a difference of opinion of where it comes to mean to, to be kept. You know what I'm saying? You can't keep somebody that don't want to be kept. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that going into dating in college, had I had the information I have now, I I still had some of those elements, but when I realized girls didn't care, like when I got a wider pool of people with different experiences, you know what I'm saying? And my wife tried to give me, oh, you dated a bunch of hoes in college. No, it wasn't about a bunch dating a bunch of hoes in college. It was about the idea that some of these women were free and knew what they wanted and knew what they liked and knew what felt good and they weren't shy or coy about it. And I happened to run into a couple of them and it's like, oh, shoot, like... Oh, we don't have to have commitments. Oh, we don't have to have titles. Oh, we don't have to say we're going to marry each other. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And so that that added to the confusing and confounding factors that led to me dating terribly in college as sure. well. Right. Sure. And even post-college. And so I think what we're getting at now is like, all right, what's the conversation? What is it about? What is dating? What is the purpose? Should it just be for fun? Should it be for uh, shits and giggles? Should it be for commitment? And I think all of that is going to depend on where you are in life. Yep. How old you are. What you have going for you, right? And then, I guess, personal point of view on things.
1: What I think, like, no one told me. So, if you Mm -hmm. are... I don't know if we have any high school... Maybe we do. Maybe. High school listeners. Mm -hmm. Like, when I I was in high school, what I wish someone had told me was, like, look, there is a 99.9% chance that you are never going to see any of these people again. (laughs) And this is coming from someone who married the girl he started dating his my last semester in, yeah. in high school. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, and I'm still telling you that yeah. there's probably not a chance that it works out. <laughs> so, but I wish someone had told me, it was like, look, like the exclusivity in dating, and this is something that you, I'm going to give you credit. Cause you've said it multiple times on this podcast before, and I'm just kind of co-signing it as part of my experience. You don't have to date exclusively. In fact, mm-hmm. you probably will do better and be more attractive to girls in high school when you're like, look, I'm not looking for anything exclusive. If mm-hmm. you don't like me, you go. You can go hang with the next dude. Yeah. And if you like me, then like I like to like go grab a meal on mm-hmm. like this like on Thursday night, yeah, Friday yeah. night, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's hang. And if you can kind of say, look, I'm into this to like learn about you. And I'm into this to learn about me. I'm into this to like have some fun times with probably other friends in the mm-hmm. process of, of going together and like and hanging out. And I think me as a guy was so nervous about losing someone. Mm-hmm because they like may wake up one day and not like me. So I needed something to tie them to me. I needed to be in this exclusive relationship where it was clear and I wasn't okay in that gray area where I was like, yeah, she, she, and she probably will like dudes in high school most likely wake up one day and be like, "Ah, I don't feel the same way anymore about this dude. And I think you need to be cool with that. Like sweet, like, and be comfortable enough in who you are to be like, yeah, she just like, it didn't work out. And I think, protecting yourself with how deeply and how intimately you get, I think you need to draw a line in the sand and be like, I'm about this to like learn about you. Mm -hmm. I'm not about this to like wife you. Right. And like intimately get to that place where I know you so deeply that it feels like we are in this marriage relationship. Mm -hmm. Cause I think that's where when you get to that place in high school, like there's nothing you can, there's no further place you can Mm -hmm. go with it. Mm -hmm. And I genuinely believe that like, there is no like person in this world for people. Right. Yeah. So, I genuinely believe like take that relationship in high school like and put it like post-college. There's these two people who who click, have fun, are both like clear about their trajectories in life. That relationship very well could have worked Mm -hmm. for me after college or like after college. Mm -hmm. But in high school, like there's only so deep you can go and then once you get to that place, you've bonded at this deep level and inevitably it will break because life will take you different directions. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like have fun in high school these are so this is the high school for me mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. have fun learn about yourself and protect yourself and protect mm-hmm. them in a sense of like how intimately you get yeah um whether that be physical or emotional mm-hmm. just be about like hey this is the line that i'm gonna draw because like going any further only is going to lead to heartbreak most likely
0: yeah and stay away from lame game what lame game is the guy that uses love in high school, you know, I love you and this and that cuz you're just trying to get the draws. Like your goal is to get the draws. So you pull on these heartstrings so that she's emotionally invested in you so that you can get the 90. And like mm-hmm. that's that's weak, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like I don't I don't know if we get that from dad. I don't know where we get that from, but I think once guys realize there's certain things that they have to say and do in order to at that level cuz that's all you have in high school is so I can just give you love and maybe that'll, you know, kick off some Disney princess, you know, trappings in your heart or whatever. But like that's whack, man. You know?
1: It, it is whack, bro. And like too the other thing I wish someone told me Mm -hmm. is like these relationships like that that take such a toll and energy and Mm -hmm. time are are detracting from so many things that are actually like you're actually investing yourself whether that be sports or like or your studies or figuring out what you want to do with your life like spend time on those things and when uh, and like when I was doing well, like, a girl kind of fit into that time frame yeah. and, like, kind of, like, I would do it, okay- like, go on dates occasionally. Yeah. And when I was lame <laughs> and didn't have direction, yeah. and it was, like, I got a lot of time on my hands. Right. I cared a lot about those things because needed, I needed, like, something to fill up my time, fill up yeah. my, like, com- that commitment. Yeah. And, and I think I would have done better to focus more on what I wanted to do with my life yeah. that was actually going to benefit me.
0: That's perfect. And that's model for... Life after that, right, you continue to need to have those principles, and that's what happened with with lame game is that then you get in the habit of lying and then you're the thirty year old dude that's still lying to women, mm. right, whether it's using the love word or just whatever lie that you have to create so that they get emotionally involved so that like you mentioned, they don't go somewhere else because you're selfish and you're a jackass, and you just want to have that trophy piece so that nobody else so you can put it on your your glass, put it on your you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. on, your, on your 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 trophy mantle and then Take, you know, as necessary, break glass when needed. You know what I'm saying? And so that make sure nobody else has access to that trophy. Don't be that guy. If you got the game, she'll stick around. And mm-hmm. if you don't got the game, she'll go wherever she needs to be. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Don't be selfish. And side note, in light of the allegations that are uh, circling the, the internets and, and the world right now, I I mentioned that story about my date in high school in the prom not to disparage her because she's cool people you know what I'm saying but just to say that I'm trying to wife a chick and I think we're going to be together forever and she had different ideas (laughs) of what the prom meant.
1: (laughs) Exactly. She was having fun that
0: night. Right. You know what I'm saying and so you know I took her home we had a great time everything was good almost died on the way back because I fell asleep on the road but you know I got her home it was an adventure. I was trying to respect her mom's wishes you know what (laughs) I'm saying so it's it's all good. Um, So just to clear that up so yeah so once you're in that you know, high school phase, we got the game for that. So now you're moving towards transition of like, all right, college, you know, fresh in the thing, whether you, you know, freshman year, super senior year, whatever that looks like. College, I think, almost has similar rules to high school, right? Man, you got things you need to be doing, figuring out what you want to do with your life. You might change your major three or four times. You might decide this job or that job or dating in that situation is the same thing. You're not dating. You may you may find your wife in a college setting, right? You may find a person you want to be with for the rest of your life, but like Dan said, it's about finding the type of person that you want to be with for the rest of your life, mm. right? That's what dating is in college. Like, yo, you don't have to be exclusive, and you don't even have to call it dates. You can just kick it with people. You could be a study situation. It could be, you know, what I'm saying. We're doing some experiments together. You know, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, you know, I was in journalism, so I, I I did a lot of journalistic endeavors in in college. Whether it was Investigative reporting, whether it's uh, trying to uh, win awards or we're doing specific um, uh, stories that are mm-hmm. geared towards winning awards, and, and I had a lot of fe- uh, female um, cohorts that I did that stuff with. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it helped me grow professionally. It helped me find a voice. It and, and it made for good times because sometimes you don't want to kick it with dudes all the time, mm-hmm. especially when you're doing stuff that's going to take a long time. <laughs> you know, hey, for I, sure. You know what I'm saying? And so you can do things and explore things and be intentional about getting to know women. In that time, but again, without it having to be this one on one exclusive thing that's gonna take you away from priorities during that time.
1: I agree to an extent. Cool. And then I think junior, senior year, you need to find your wife.
0: Okay, all right.
1: Like, all right. You're never gonna be in a more like mm. like fertile ground. <laughs> of, the pool is
0: deep and uh, wide. Exactly.
1: Of people <laughs> who clearly have, if oh. you were at a good academic institution, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, an IQ level that can match yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause if you get married and you find out your wife is dumb, things are going <laughs> to suck for you for the next 30 years. Art so like bro, yep. I, I have some friends that they married and this counted for, for dudes at Georgia, mm. a hard school to get into. Yeah. I don't know what daddy paid who hey, to get yeah, in, yeah, yeah. into the school, but they married very attractive women mm-hmm. based off of that soul thing. Mm-hmm. Cause they, it was a trophy situation. Yeah. 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 And they are kicking themselves <laughs> because they're like, Oh, I can't talk to my wife. Yep. Like she like the, the priorities that she had then yeah. are still the very much the priorities <laughs> she has now. So that's a side note. Yep. Um f- find the girl who is like the ugly duckling coming out of high school Come and you on. probably have a winner. Come on. Um
0: yep. Cause it's, I'll just leave yes. that
1: the whole we've talked about this whole yes. like find, finding the ugly duckling yeah. before because that is that is you're gonna win yep. um at life there. But yeah, getting back to the point mm-hmm. junior senior year of college, like I think hopefully at this point in time, like you have found out like, Oh, this type of girl athletic, not athletic, like like is into, you know, games, not into like whatever mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. like, whatever is y- your thing. And you find attractive in these people, you then I think can start to narrow down the field of like, Oh, I specifically like this person yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and start to like, again, kind of walk down that road of Getting to know that person, um, caring for that person, and I think too, then you can kind of take it that n- to that next level where it's like, oh, what are the things that I need to learn about myself when it comes to being in committed relationships, where this person is depending upon me and is requiring something of me, where it's not just like this honeymoon phase of mm-hmm. d- always dating, all because there is a honeymoon phase of just ha- habitually dating different mm-hmm. people so that you have the like get to know you conversation. Mm-hmm the like fun stay up till 2am like oh I've, I've connected with another human on a, on a fun level this is cool like okay let me do th- do this all the time and mm-hmm. um and so and i had some friends that just could never get out of that rhythm of yeah. wanting to kind of have that fun those fun moments and as soon as it didn't get fun they were like all right i'm yeah. bouncing yeah so i think that and i think that's fine for a certain season of time but yeah. then i think as you get serious and later in college Like, look, you don't want to be on dating apps post college. (laughs) Like, let's just be real about this. Like, and and you don't. And so, while you're in college, that I would say, my opinion would Mm be, find your wife, (laughs) junior, senior year of college, um, and and kind of begin to build that life. Mm -hmm. And and I I don't think that's. And I now I'm not the guy that's like get married before college Mm. uh, before you you graduate. Like, you should let life make sure that you guys are both going the same direction. Um thankfully like me and my wife we started we started dating my freshman year of college and we waited we, like we broke up right before we both graduated cuz there was very much like one some things we needed to work through, but two is life taking us in the same direction. For me there was a moment of I'm probably not going to be in Atlanta and I'm going to be out west. Mm-hmm. And she was like I'm going to be in Atlanta. I have my dream job. This is mm-hmm. where I'm going to be. I'm like okay, cool. Life's not going the same direction. And what seemed like we, we were going to kind of go different directions in life ended up, we ended up back in the same place. And there was a huge, like, we kind of came back together and said, oh, life does have us going mm-hmm. in the same direction. And I think that's one thing that people don't like talking about because it's not romantic. Mm-hmm. It's not like this, like star-crossed lovers where everything will work out. Like, mm-hmm. if, your, if your dreams are do not include one another heading in the same direction, there's going to be a lot of tension there.
0: Yeah. Hey man, I didn't get married, so I was thirty one. So you already know what I'm talking about. I'm like, hey man, if you if you if you know if you know what you know what you know in high, in college, getting out of college, your business, to me personally, shit. Yeah, Why I had some things I had to take <laughs> care of, you know sure. what I'm saying? So I was buying motorcycles and houses and had just things that I thought that were gonna give me what I wanted sure. in life. You know what I'm sure. saying? But the the real issue for me was I didn't know how to uh properly engage in uh the conversation we're having right now so for me up i mean even after making a, pro, a, a proclamation and declaration that i was going to be a follower of the teachings of jesus christ i still didn't know how to date well sure and so it was just a matter of continuing to do what i was doing before i made this proclamation not seeing her as being in the maiden image of god and treating her the way that i should and da 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 da, da and females Even when I wasn't trying, if they approached me about a situation, I wasn't I was like, oh, okay." you know what I'm saying? You want to be in something. I don't know what it was that we're in. Right. So not until I met my wife, was I ever in a position that I didn't meet her till I was 30 to even to even consider seriously. You know, before I was with her, I was in a relationship for years off and on with somebody. And I was like, I didn't have intentions of marrying her like I didn't. If I look back on it, like if I was going to do that, I would have done that. You know what I'm saying? Every opportunity. Every opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So technically, no, that I clearly had no intentions, right? And so I think that we've talked about it before, season one, dudes know, you know what I'm saying? So when women were listening, oh, how do we... Hey, if he hasn't chose up, you're not who he's choosing. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't take very long. And this is not just about he just wants to have sex because he's a Christian and his loins are burning. It's like, yo, dudes know and they'll put Mm -hmm. in bids when they know, right? Yep. And so if you're that guy and you're, you know, college and you know what you know and she's going to be the one and y'all are having these conversations and you know things are going in the directions that you want them to go in, I think you go ahead and and, and make the plunge and it's not necessarily saying that you got to even get married right at that time. No. Right? But lock her down, I guess. Lock her up.
1: I I think too, like, go, as you get to that point in life, like dating exclusively, mm-hmm. there's so many dudes. So I guess we're now transitioning like to mm-hmm. the post-college mm-hmm. part of the conversation. Um, I'm not, we probably should go to commercial. So let uh-uh. me figure out how to say this. Um, when we come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, no, I think even as we get into the post-college conversation that we're kind of getting into now, there's some really good points about dating Exclusively and going through some things, but let's talk about that in two seconds uh, right after we come back. Okay, so I do think that the part of the conversation uh, that as we kind of get into the more serious level here, like I see way too many dudes, so now that's we're kind of talking about adult dating. So you, you find a girl, you dig her, you have fun together, you guys like experience some, some fun things together. Like... This starts to be someone you bring around your friends. You start to say like, oh, like this is serious. You start to sacrifice for one another, go on trips, whatever, experience life. If you have not gone through something hard, I would not consider your relationship at a level Mm -hmm. where you can actually assess, is this person the person I want to spend Mm -hmm. the rest of my life with? Mm -hmm. Because I think the prerequisite for saying that statement, I love this person, is saying I love you. To me the, the, the absolute kind of depth is is one, I'm gonna go like I will go through hell for this person and expect nothing in return. Mm-hmm. And two, I know that like I'd rather fight for this person in in whatever way that manifests itself, even if it kills me. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather fight with this person than be with anybody else. Mm-hmm and And I think when you hit that level, it's like, okay, cool and and knowing how each other's fights and knowing how each other like works through things, that will make or break a serious re- long term serious mm-hmm. relationship, and if you can make it through those things, cool, and if not, it's most likely going to end, whether that be breaking up mm-hmm. or divorce
0: yeah, yeah, and i um you know i'm I'm again, I don't have any problems admitting my my jadedness or whatever, and i'm I'm to the point where if you fight too much. You might want to mm. wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. people get so emotionally involved, like, and all your dating and engagement is just, just full of turmoil. And it's like, but we're going to fight for it. I'm Like, yo, man, I think you might need to wrap this one up. Throw yes, in that bro. towel, bro. You know what I'm saying? Sh-
1: like people, I remember when I was getting married, bro, people were like, are you ready for how difficult this is going to be? Mm-hmm. Marriage is the easiest thing Mm. I've ever done. Must be nice. Partially because, Mm -hmm. like, we understood what we were, like, for five, we dated for five years.
0: Okay, 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 I got you. So, and we dated
1: through, like, a lot of growing pains, like, starting freshman year of college, all the way through college. And so, we were different people and grew into different people, hopefully better people, uh, as time went on. Mm Mm-hmm. And by the time we got married, like we knew what we were getting ourselves mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. We had beat the hell out of each other mm-hmm. in some ways Good. and 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 broke and broke each other's hearts in yeah. some ways, yeah. and still decided like, no, this is the person I wanted despite the like the hurt and the the pain yeah. that we've gone through, I still can't imagine yep. doing life without you. and it wasn't that we fight a lot mm-hmm. we fought we fought a lot, but like we knew what we were getting ourselves into. And, and I, I, to your point though, mm. I don't think it has to be that difficult. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that like, if you're like, we have to make this work. Mm-hmm. Like if there's not a ring on it yet, you don't have to make anything work not at all. Once you put a ring on it, yeah. I would argue yeah. on your behalf, fight as yeah. long as you can yep. to make it work. Um, because the breaking of that bond is something I don't know if you can ever really recover from, mm-hmm. um, not having experienced it myself. So yeah.
0: Yeah, and I and so that Dan's in laws don't come looking for him. When they said beat the hell out of each other, he meant figuratively in the sense of they had fights and arguments. Oh, they know. And not, uh, I don't. My
1: in laws know. Okay,
0: okay, all right. They, so no yeah. one's going
1: <laughs> to accuse me of, of physical
0: abuse. All right, cool. Stupidity,
1: perhaps, but. <laughs>
0: Uh, Again, I'm on my Harvey Weinstein, right? I'm just making sure. I'm just covering tracks, baby. I
1: appreciate that. (laughs) I'm writing letters. (laughs) I'm not trying to uh, have any uh, accusations against Right, I'm
0: getting notaries. Remember that time he said on that podcast? Mm, makes sense. She didn't really just fall into a doorknob. But anyway, so I think that, like, it's, you you mentioned a good point, because I'm definitely, uh, uh, I won't say cynical. I won't say realist. I'll just say, like, I have my perspective on, marriage because my marriage was terrible the first year and a half like I if if I wasn't a, a follower of the teachings of Jesus Christ notice that's my new way of saying Christian because I'm not I'm not wearing that moniker these days it's 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 a very loose term that people use and I, I don't I don't I have my I have my issues right so I'm a follower of the teachings of Jesus Christ and so with that if it had not been for that I guarantee you I would have my marriage the first year and a half. Like the first year and a half was the worst time of my life huh. of our marriage. And and again it goes to the idea of like, oh, we didn't date for five years, right? We yeah. dated um for six months before I proposed to her and then six months later we were married. So within a year and some change, I mean we I was pursuing her unbeknownst to her for several months before I made it clear what my intentions were. Um and then we you know became a couple in December. And then we're married by the next December. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then part of it too, is a seven year age gap. Part of it too is her. She's a genius and you can't tell her nothing. Right. So she's smarter than me on every end. Right. So the, the conflict between that and then also her idea of what it meant for a man to be a leader. She felt like I wasn't that. So then she was, there was resistance on that end. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's another, that may be another podcast in itself, but just thinking through like, like w- women, if you're listening, if you're listening, it don't do that, bro. Thank you. Um, Again, if you're offended by what we do, you know, maybe not the podcast for you, but I appreciate you listening. Um, But, like, you have to understand, man, people get on this lead me, lead me, lead me, but they don't want to be led. Like, they have an idea of what it means to be led, and then they expect the guy to do that. Like, no, I'm leading the way I best see fit. I'm the coach, if that's what you want me to do, right? Lead me. I'm the coach, and I'm trying to utilize things. To the advantage of the family. Again, he may if he may not be leading well, so that may be a conversation for sure that guys need to have with other guys and get some game or whatever. But like, dudes, if you're getting resistance from your wives because she's saying you're not leading well, hear her what hear hear what she's saying and make adjustments. But don't fall into the trap of I'ma just do what you say do because that's what's easiest in my house.
1: Right. Leading doesn't mean give me the play and then right. and then I'll tell it back to you and then I got the right I got the right answer. <laughs> right. You know what I'm like, saying? we have, we have to have like that hard conversation sometimes yeah. where she's like, I want you to make this decision. Yeah. Like I had then asked my question of, yeah. do you already have a conclusion in your mind <laughs> right. before I make this decision? Yeah. Cause if so, I'd rather, I'd, I'd like to take that yeah. into account into yeah. like what I'm thinking and yep. why you think this is the mm-hmm. right way to go yeah. in this decision process yep. that you are handing over to me. But it, if, and if that's the case as well like check yourself because like you really don't want me to leave you right. want me just to like clarify for you like the right answer all right
0: right right right. that was free game ladies and gentlemen all right on the side note so the idea then is in a situation i'm trying to remember what the stream of thought it was that that struck me oh so our, our marriage being terrible so the, the thing is we we dated we didn't have a lot of that you know we didn't live with each other we didn't do you know what i'm saying so a lot of stuff was on the fly and my way of dealing with shenanigans was just to be gone. You know what I'm saying? And not, you know, again, I do this for a living. You know what I'm saying? But at the time I was like, yo, this isn't something worth doing, you mm-hmm. know? And so I think that, yes, if if dating for five years is what you have to do to be mature enough to handle marriage life, that's what you need to do, right? Uh, you know, I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do. I'm not saying that that's uh, the perfect time frame or whatever. I know there's two short time frames and there's two mm-hmm. long time, time frames, right? Um, but I think that... If you're pursuing your goals and your dreams and you decide you want to be in a monogamous relationship, you can be in a monogamous monogamous relationship for five years and achieve and dream and do what you got to do and don't hold each other back, right? And it doesn't have to be like only what my wishes are and you need to come follow me. Like, no, you both can pursue what you can. In that time, y'all pursue what you need to pursue, right? Yeah, yeah. There was Uh no
1: promise of us Mm -hmm. ending in the same place in life. And in fact, um, we can get into this in another podcast, Mm -hmm. but like I very much wanted to like break the relationship off mm. for various reasons right when we graduate, because I wasn't sure that this is what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and um, I was, I had to work through some personal things of like, of, of putting my heart into yeah. things. And so, yeah. I think though, like the last step for me is like, yes, like f- like post-college because I, I, I generally don't think you should get married during college. There's mm. just too many nah, life changes that happen. Yeah. You are still deciding the direct the trajectory of your life and again you want someone to come like to come alongside mm-hmm. you in what you're doing mutually that doesn't mm-hmm. mean the guy or the girl's dream is the like the precedent and the, the the dream that's being chased but you want to see those dreams come together and yeah. be mutually like beneficial mm-hmm. but once you do decide like i think dudes fail in this world because one they they tend to two ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. they get married and they start dating their dudes Mm -hmm. all over Mm -hmm. again where it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, now I'm married. I'm going to put all my energy into like the guys in my life Mm -hmm. again and I'm going to go to that end of the spectrum or you disappear from your dudes Mm -hmm. and you like date your wife Mm -hmm. and like, and I think that's an equally good thing Mm -hmm. but I think in the extremes, like there's just too many dudes out here, one living on an island with their wife, Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden trying to make some shit up that they don't (laughs) really know what the hell (laughs) they're doing and or there's, dudes out here who like aren't actually dating their wives and i think you have to be find that constant thing even after you get married where Mm -hmm. you're still dating your wife but you're still in community and i've seen so many marriages fail primarily uh and or just even struggle they don't need to fail they Mm -hmm. can just be
0: constantly miserable, life sucking
1: (laughs) for these people because and making poor decisions that make their life suck even yeah, more yeah. based off of this, like prerequisite of uh, like being on two ends of those spectrums. Yeah,
0: yeah. And yeah. And I think the last thing for me is I think that, you know, again, whether you ascribe to the married finder in college or post college or whatever, you know, whatever you do again, the point of us having this conversation about dating is remembering like, it is not always exclusive. It's not always to the end of being married. It's about finding who you are, finding out what you like, experimenting, exploring, traveling together, you know, whatever you need to do, having fun.
1: Having shared, again, I think we, because of our predisposition Mm -hmm. to our faith, would say, like, we're taking, like, a level of physical intimacy off the table. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, man, like, I'm thankful. Mm -hmm. Like, the relationships I had prior to my marriage, for a great part, like, I'm thankful I had them because I I do know myself at a Mm -hmm. deep level. And I do know that, like like people connecting on a human level is a great thing. Mm-hmm. And then how to do that. Like that's a skill that you yeah. acquire.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm thankful for all the relationships I yeah. had prior to my yeah. marriage. Yeah. They sh- they showed me who I was, how to have fun. And I don't, like I feel like in a lot of ways it's shown to me like, don't take life so seriously. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. And don't take your relationship so seriously until in fact they need to be taken yeah. seriously.
0: Yeah don't let her go don't let the good ones go right um True, bro. The, the good one i mean you yeah. know what i'm saying so you build that experience and i think for me taking any faith aside whether you're Arab, i'm an arab if you're a muslim if you're a christian if you're whatever faith that you may ascribe to that says no sex before marriage or whatever i think the idea is like yo outside of that sex complicates stuff so mm-hmm. my thing in the dating process and figuring out how things are st- stay dry stay vertical Because the end of the day is if you're going through things and you're struggling with things, red flags become green when you start having sex. It's true. And those red, those flags are still red, bro. They become green in your eyes, right? You get a different tint on your, your, your glasses. But bro, once you start knocking stuff down, bro, you don't think straight. You don't make it. You're not making rational decisions. And all you're trying to figure is like, how do I continue to get this nanny? You know what I'm saying? For sure. So I'm like, hey, whatever you ascribe to, whatever you want to make it about morals or not morals like bro like you as a man are not going to make good decisions in what you need to do in your relationship if you're chasing that ghost yeah if you're trying to get that thing man it's just it 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 doesn't help you know what i'm saying and your marriage and the foundation of your even dating and whatever you're trying to be shouldn't be based on i need to keep getting this like Mm -hmm. this is that good good and i need i need this in my life because she's gonna do stuff and you're gonna be like oh it's okay and then you get married oh i hate this oh well she was doing that when y'all were dating Mm -hmm. because she was getting the goodies she was looking past that stuff
1: for sure yeah Yeah. and i think too the the like green flags shoot like no again no one everyone wants to pretend that cinderella is real like Mm -hmm. that shit is a fake fairy tale (laughs) that like we've like one Mm -hmm. your girl's been sold and buys into right 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 and two i think in some subconscious ways we buy into as well so no one wants to have the like the the conversation of like okay things are serious all the boxes are checked i love spending time with Mm -hmm. you but here's the, here's the plan for my life. Yeah. This is like, these are the things that I want to pursue. These are like my dreams. Yeah. And I would like for you to come alongside me in pursuing those things. And I hope that you're like, now, what are your dreams? What are yeah. your aspirations? How can I come alongside you in those things? Mm-hmm. And if those two like paths converge, mm-hmm. then amen, yeah. let's go. Like you're going to like, like be able to encourage one another, be each other's biggest mm-hmm. fans, push each other further and, and, and compliment one another but i 've seen a lot of my friends struggle because like they don 't have that conversation. they want it to be like this romantic version of like just two people coming together yeah. without that forethought and that planning of like do does this fit not now mm-hmm. but twenty years from now, thirty years from now like here 's how my parents work here 's how my parents mm-hmm. work like does this is yeah. does this fit because yeah. you are going to function like your parents function yeah um good and bad, mm-hmm. and so uh I feel like people enter into and thankfully we had five years where we ran out of shit to talk about so we talked about stuff on this level Um, but people need to have these conversations that are not fun that aren't romantic but I think can pay huge dividends to allowing that to occur Mm -hmm. if you're just honest with one another Mm -hmm. about how you approach things where you want to end up in 20 years Mm -hmm. and it's not well I just love you so I'll go wherever you (laughs) go like Mm -hmm. that shit fades after 12 months it's like no like okay how do how are we going to build a life together Mm -hmm. and not having that conversation and not taking the other person into account it's not just your dream Mm -hmm. you have to understand like how does is my dream starting to fuse with your dream Mm -hmm. i'm not just asking you to come alongside me but like how does this work as we work together yeah yeah people have to have that conversation
0: they do man um i think this is a great conversation um you got to remember at the end of the day what you're signing up for and if you if you're if you're ascribing to marriage if that's what your long-term goal is you want to do it right yep you want to set yourself up for success not for failure
1: don't rush into it i mean i think yeah. that's probably what we're saying yeah from the very beginning is like i know high schooler like you think like life is go- like is you on the precipice of <laughs> like of adulthood yeah. and you are rushing to that point don't rush yeah it really like I remember I thought prom was like gonna be the like end all be all yeah. and I look back on'm like, man, that day is like the most junior day of my life, yep. Yep. the like of least consequence yep. um you I think in every stage we kind of rush through it and it 's like rush to the next thing um and I'm thankful that i had i didn't have a choice like marriage wasn't an option as far as like the family I came from mm-hmm. while I was in college, and mm-hmm. so I was forced to kind of be in this like holding pattern. Where I dated Allison and I dated other girls and um and it forced me to take to take it less seriously because mm-hmm. there wasn't an option yeah, yeah. to continue on. And I would say that to everybody. It's like allow time to be your best friend because if it's not gonna work out, let it not work. Like I right. think that's the other thing, is don't force it yeah. to work, kinda like what you said.
0: Yeah, yeah. Listen, fellas, um, I mean, just hit rewind. I mean, I'm not gonna repeat everything we just repeated man this was this was life-changing information that you need
1: and stuff we all experienced like we we experienced uh and have watched friends of ours experience that you know some are winning yeah and some dudes are seriously losing yeah and not because they're divorced right 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 but because like they hate their life yeah and spend half of it at work yep. because they just can't, they can't yeah, they face their decisions.
0: Yeah. And, and so we'll, again, like we trying to, we just trying to help you ride the wave, man. It's cowabunga season and y'all out here cupcaking is, is, is winter times upon us. Y'all want to be warm. You want to do all these things. So you're making false promises. You getting ready buying rings, buying rings. You know what I mean? Trying to get that, that perfect summer wedding I, that nobody likes. I
1: hope that we stopped an engagement, honestly, and yeah, someone listening to this. Yeah, I hope someone's like, I mean, I'm graduating next year. Mm -hmm. Like it seems like the, the like next step, like me and Allison literally have friends in town right now who they are on the verge of getting a divorce. And because, because they just thought that marriage was the next logical step. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And it was like, and they didn't date anybody else. Like they were each other's first boyfriend and girlfriend. They dated through college. And then all of a sudden they're waking up like, I don't know if I love this person. Yeah. I don't, I didn't know how we fought. I didn't know how we would like, we never went through anything hard. And, yeah. and now that we have like each of us pushes in different directions and we yeah. don't know how to communicate. And it's like, man, yeah. like I hope that there's somebody out there who's the pre gone conclusion of I'm just need to buy a ring because this is the next step. And this is what my parents did. And that's some, you're about to ruin yeah. your life, somebody.
0: Yeah. I think Master of Done, Season 1, Episode 1, Plan B, uh, is, is a great reminder of... I'll, I'll let you all watch it, and you can respond on the internets, Twitters and Facebooks and all that. But I think that's... I mean, when you, when you just... When you don't date right, man, your life just takes twists and turns that it, it shouldn't take. Um, and all we just want to do is help you guys understand that it's it's more, dating is more than sex. Dating is more than uh, getting over on people and getting free gifts and, you know, breaking up in, before Valentine's Day and getting back with them so you ain't got to buy gifts. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. you know, those those are fun things that guys who didn't think that it's cute, but it's, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Making false promises, lying, just getting a nanny, just taking cookies. Like, bro, like, like that, those those things will not go undealt with. You may think you're getting away with it, but life will, will show you that you didn't get away with any of that <laughs> stuff. All right? So sure. that's that's it. I'm not talking just on some karma stuff. I'm just like in real life, bro, like that. That's not cool. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't wish anybody's daughter to have issues because their daddy was a jackass. But let's just not let's just not let's eliminate that situation now. You know what I'm saying? And if you already like Dan is saying is in a situation where you are like, oh, I'm about to put this ring on it. Take it back. Let it sit for a little bit. Marinate. Have this conversation with other people. Play this podcast back. Have some discussions with some older guys in your life. And if you don't have any older guys in your life, they can give you some solid game. You need to reevaluate your reevaluate your your tribe.
1: Yeah, run it yeah. to run that engagement. Yeah. Run that like dating process yeah. to the to the point where like my mom basically gave my dad the ultimatum: like we are getting engaged, yeah. or I'm getting on a plane leaving your ass. That's it. And my, and like they had an incredible marriage, yeah. but they dated a long time yeah. and like. And I think you'll know when it's like, okay, I really want to do this. Do not rush into that moment. And and, and the hard part, the other flip side of it is this, dude, like if you were married and you decided to put a ring on it and Mm -hmm. you're married, you better fight your ass off for your, like you Mm -hmm. were hearing me say like, like it does like divorce, like again, taking religion Mm -hmm. off the table. Mm -hmm. Divorce is expensive. Yep. (laughs) It doesn't fix anything because you're carrying the same shit into the next relationship that you probably have. And, Outside of, you know, abuse, abandonment, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, like, someone just flat out just, like, ruining you by cheating on you. Like, I mean, okay, I understand. Those are tough things. Those should be dealt with, and and divorce is probably one of the remedies for them. Outside of those things It's just cause like She ruined my life She's spending my money yeah. And like
0: That's on you bro She, you she knew was spending she... money when, she, when y'all was dating Yep <laughs> Before and you got married She was spending
1: your daddy's money And it didn't right. hurt you right. And, right and you thought it was fun Cause daddy paid for your stuff too yeah. And now it's like Daddy cut off the credit cards <laughs> And it's like You expected life to look the same Yeah
0: Nope, nope. Played yourself man <laughs> Yeah don't yeah. play yourself is, As DJ Khaled says Don't ever play yourself man So I mean this is Don't do that bro It's been another great episode I hope you guys Take this stuff to heart um, You know We tell jokes But this ain't funny <laughs> this, this, For real bro This, this, ain't, this ain't funny man like, People's
1: lives out here ruin, like, ruined. Ruining people's lives Yeah man Just because One They put the rose colored glasses on yep. uh, Or two They just honestly Didn't take the time to like They rushed into something yeah. and, they, or, and they and they didn't take the time To be like Is this really what I want Or is this just like The next logical Quote unquote yeah. step
0: Yeah date have fun experience the world experience people um keep your pants up brothers i'm just trying to tell you bro just just you want to think clearly and logically and when you get to start to when you when you get to ejaculation doesn't help you think clearly sir <laughs> it does, yeah it does it it does it, does, it. man it does it, it. i could
1: like i could talk about this for hours right, bro right, just because right. it's like if if you were about to make a decision i think the be- so i went on a two-month road trip mm-hmm. before i decided to like commit mm-hmm. like to Allison okay. and, like, oh, we're, we are going to, like, work yeah. towards engagement. Like, I was, like, I got to get out of here mm-hmm. and travel and be in different circumstances meet different people before I can, like, come, like... you Bro, you may just need to go travel somewhere it, and just, like, take some time to yeah. really think and be in a different location where you're not just like oh this is what life is in mm-hmm. this town in this small town yep
0: this is just what life is go see something else man that's so the one thing i do appreciate is the amish they i think when kids are 14 they give me the opportunity to go see the world yep <laughs> a lot of them end up doing drugs and getting drunk and high and, and having babies but <laughs> like i gotta go back <laughs> but at least they give them the opportunity like hey man we want you to do this but go experience the world go get your life you know what i'm saying and so if you come back cool if you don't yeah know, good luck to you you know what i'm saying that's what it is about this before you put that that permanent thing before you put that ring on it go if you need to go and get out of your environment clear your head you know give space do what you got to do and once you realize i can't live without you because I clearly see that I can't live without you, and you're an upgrade, and you make my life better, and you're the person that's going to be the, the, the bonus to my situation. Not all my situation. That's another fail. Don't make her your, your world. Your world needs to consist of good friends, wise you know, counsel, uh, work, energy, basketball, video games, whatever needs to happen that's helpful and productive. Yep. She can't be your world, bro. That's, that's For sure. Nah, that's not a win. We'll definitely need to talk about that. For sure. That, there's
1: there's a whole other yeah. podcast right there. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Good stuff.
0: All right, man. Well, um, I'm John Parker. You can find me and harass me on Instagram, Twitter, C John Roar, S E E J O N R O A R. Yeah, you
1: can find me at Dan Dunk on Twitter uh instagram and playstation because now i'm
0: i'm gaming pretty hard on call the new call of duty hey man you can find me there too see john roar i only play two or three games but i'm pretty committed to those so if if you like those games i play it'll show you what i play yeah it'll get to it yeah all right guys listen we trying to help you guys ride that wave um get wet when you need to you know what i'm saying stay dry when you need to stay on that board surf this thing out man um Good luck to you. Yeah. Flip mode squad, Jim Carrey, Collabo. Now, watch. Hallelujah. Kids, hit this. Come on. While I'm it and trying to prepare this for y'all. Oh, well, I got a story to tell about a dude I man once miserable as has and how.